Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, uh, and I want to say again, this is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour right here on bbsradio.com. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, even though we're a new show on BBS Radio, the response has been phenomenal. We love your emails and your feedback, and we want to thank everyone at bbsradio.com for all that they have done to bring this show to their network. Uh, let me, I have a very special show for you today. Uh, 
this topic is, um, I got to tell you, it's a topic that I have personally had a lot of experience with and at the same time is probably one of the core reasons for the struggle that has been in my life for the most part. And I'm talking about your heart knows the answer. My guest today, of course, is the amazing author of the book, Your Heart Knows the Answer, How to Trust Yourself and Make the Choices that Are Right for You. I'm talking about Gail Harris. She has studied spirituality her entire life. And I want to, in the book, it truly shows. I mean, I read so many books. I could tell you right now, I read at least seven to ten books a week. That's how many books come across my desk. desk. And I read every one of them. May not be the best read, especially for those books that are two and three hundred pages, but I really know when I get something that is what I call a jewel. And that's what I have in front of me. It is a book that I want you to, to truly write down and, uh, and really experience as we embark on a conversation for the next 50 minutes or so. Gail Harris, as a matter of fact, has led workshops throughout the, co- throughout the country and is responsible for helping many, many women and men transform their lives to help them uncover their inner wisdom and to realize life-changing affirmations. Uh, Gail is an award-winning copywriter. Uh, her work celebrates uh, getting to the heart of the matter. That's what this show is about. That's actually what all the Dr. Pat shows are about. And, you know, she has been uh, published and has done work for a number of companies. But the bottom line is that when you write a book that's called Your Heart Knows the Answer, I'm telling you that anything that has the heart drawn into the picture, you better be walking the talk or you're going to hear about it in a number of different ways. And so, Gail, I want to welcome you to this show tonight. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for that introduction and your heartfelt expression about the book, because that, that's really, really why I write it, to really connect in with people that could connect with my message about learning how to trust yourself, your inner wisdom, your gut feeling, your instincts, whatever it is, and learning how to distinguish it from all those other messages that bombard us all the time. It's, it's a challenge. It's hard to do, and I myself struggled with it so much as you said that you did, and I think so many of us have. So I'm, it's, I'm honored to be on this show. Well, let's, let's get to that question, and actually it's a question that I ask everyone that I've just about everyone I've ever interviewed I've asked this question. I may have missed a few here and there, but I, I, I want to say this. Uh, here you are writing this book, and I've done the introduction, and here I am on the radio show. And one of the things our listeners wanted to know, from me especially, because I always sound so upbeat and ready to go, I said, you know, have you ever had any challenges yourself? I mean, look, it. have you ever had a bad hair day, Dr. Pat? And, you know, that's the question that, uh, that I'm going to ask you. In all that you're doing and all that you are, what are some of the challenges that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? I have had many challenges, and the book actually poured out of me as a result of those challenges. And it started right from when I was a teenager. I was the type of person that didn't trust myself. I did what other people told me to do. My self-confidence was low. I think from the outside, people would, like I appeared successful, and I was in, in, in many ways, but I struggled inside and affected me in every area of in my, in my life. I stayed in relationships that were too, that, that weren't working. You know, my heart was telling me, leave. He doesn't treat you right. But oh, I, I know. I didn't, I couldn't trust it. I, you know, you have to be able to hear your heart's wisdom and then you have to be able to trust it. And, you know, everywhere, all somewhere along that continuum, some people hear it and don't trust it. Some people don't hear it at all. But I would always hear it. But then I would poo-poo it. I wouldn't listen. I stayed in, as I said, I stayed in relationships too long. I held myself back in my career. I struggled with body image issues. That was a really big thing for me. And one of the biggest struggles in my life was actually forming my family. And it took me five years to become pregnant. I struggled with infertility. And I finally became pregnant after five years. And unfortunately, I was became pregnant with twin girls, and everything was going wonderfully. And then just out of the blue, 22 weeks into my pregnancy, I lost my babies. Mm. And it really was oh. the most devastating thing that ever happened to me. But, you know, there was such a gift in it. And that gift was, was that my heart knew, Pat, like it never 
knew before that the only way I would get through this crisis and make room for another baby to come into into my life was to listen to my heart. And it was a turning point for me because I really felt at this point in my life there was no reason to go on if I didn't finally just say I'm going to trust myself once and for all because my heart, I, I knew what I had to do and I had to grieve. And I was afraid to, you know, I didn't want to go into that dark and murky place, but I knew it was my survival. And I listened to my heart, and it helped me to grieve and get through that process. And I'm talking about the little things, like like get up in the morning or don't get up in the morning and read this book or, you know, eat an extra cookie or whatever it was. It's like it's the little things that really add up to your life. And I got through that, and I am happy to say that my son was born a year and a half later, and this book came out of that. You know, I had, like I said, it was a struggle my whole life, and I had worked on, you know, an idea for the book, and I had been writing things, but when this happened, that book got written. And and you could tell. I mean, my experience of reading the book from the very first invitation and i want to say this for those of you that are just tuning in you're listening to the dr pat show this is of course our street smart spirituality hour i'm here with uh, an amazing individual author of the book your heart knows the answer how to trust yourself and make the choices that are right for you if you want to find out more about the book want to find out how to purchase it want to find out more about of course gail harris you can go to the website www.yourheartknows.com when you open, I open this book, and of course, after I go through and I look at the table of contents and I say, huh, this is going to be an interesting journey for me, and I turn the page, there's a question that you ask, and I want to ask all of you out there, uh, how many of you have asked yourself this question, and how many of you want to know the answer? The question is, are you getting tired of not listening to what your heart knows? Are you getting tired of not listening to what your heart knows? What are the messages that are going to help us, Gail, help the people out there listening? What are going to be the signs that would indicate to us we're pretty much done with not listening? When you've decided that you've had enough internal pain, when you've decided that not being you, not that being you is good enough exactly as you are. How could being you be so painful? And I mean, that was a personal experience that I had. That might not be for anybody. But when you are ready to step into your life in a fully empowered way, when you are ready to say my life is not about Oh, things exactly always going my way because that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. It's not about getting some quick tips. People always want quick tips for trusting your heart, and the media is like that, and I can certainly spout off a couple, but what we're really talking about here is being in the process of your life, of learning how to make the right choice as you go along. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges in your life because you do. That's how life is. But you, you're ready to commit to a life that will enable you to be the best person that you could be and have the most fulfilling life and joyful life and be able to accept yourself for who you are, accept others, have experience love, experience self-love. So much of the book is about self-love. I think everything is about self-love because even when you talk about relationships with others, but when you're ready to have empowering relationships with others, at P.S., you can't do that unless you have an empowering relationship with yourself. But when you are ready to step into life fully and say, yes, here I am, flaws and all, I am committing to the process of growing and learning from my experiences and turning mistakes into gifts, it's a quality of life, and when you're ready to have it, I think you know what I'm trying to say. I do. You're ready. I, I, I'm right there with you, and and you know you're not really uh, there. There isn't a shortage of uh, really uh, what I call uh, experiences in one li- in one's life, which will give us will catapult us in one direction or another. And uh, you know, you talk about the idea of having a dream of becoming a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. And what that experience was like for you uh, when you found yourself in the hospital? <laughs> yes, I um, was just about to enroll in a, a month-long yoga training class and get a certificate. And 
out of the blue, my appendix burst. Mm. And, you know, my life was not going the way I wanted it to go. And it, it's so interesting, Pat, because one of the things that I've learned so much and I like to express when I speak about this is that when you trust your heart, your own, your inner wisdom, when I say your heart's messages, I'm not talking about the heart as an emotional tool. I'm talking about it as, as a problem solver, as a, an innate wisdom. And when you learn how to connect in with that wisdom, you very quickly learn the difference between what you want and what you need because your heart will guide you with every single decision that you make from the minute you wake up in the morning to the minute you go to bed at night, whether you're talking about having a cup of coffee, buying a pair of shoes, whether or not to marry a particular person, your heart will enable you to make that right choice in your moment. It will, it will give you what you need may not necessarily be what you want. It's often not what you want. How, I, why did I stay in those relationships longer than I should have? My heart was saying leave, but I was scared. I was scared I wouldn't find somebody else. I was scared I wouldn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like same stuff, <laughs> different day. Exactly. But when you connect in with your heart, we're talking about getting your needs met and reaching your highest potential in life. It's not always what you want. We have challenges in life. Bad things happen to good people. But when you can trust your inner wisdom, when these challenges arise, you can deal with them with grace and dignity. And, you know, we all mess up. It's not about being perfect, but it's about having the best possible life that you can. And it's in the little choices. You, you mentioned that before. It's our life is one of making choices. I mean, just think about how many choices we make all day long. And it's each choice. If we respond from fear or we, or we respond from in our innate wisdom, which is love, our life is going to go in different directions most of the time. It was really interesting that we're talking about choices because one of the things that, you know, you point out very clearly throughout the book uh, is this idea of voices, yes. the voices that help us with the choices. <laughs> I like that. The voices that, before. <laughs> that help us with, now, you know, what kind of help do we want? Do we want help that's going to take us on the path of our greater good to the expansiveness of the universe, or do we want help that's going to keep us stuck in the crust, as we say, on crust busting. It's going to keep us stuck in our limitation. And so how then, Gail, how then do we learn to make a distinction between the voice of choice that will take us to our greater good or the voice of choice that will keep us in our same old crusty selves? That's actually the the thrust of what I teach in the book. You know, when you tune into your heart's messages, you will find that they are have very different characteristics than the voices in the head. And let me just say for our audience that what we're talking about here is the difference between that innate wisdom and then things that we learn, things that we, like being logical, and also all that inner chatter that's running around inside our heads that holds us back. And they have very different qualities. So the first thing you have to do is learn how to distinguish them. They are very, very distinguishable. And I call it learning the language of the heart. I speak of that in the book. And what I mean by that is learning how to understand how your heart sounds and what it says, because it's very different than what all that inner chatter, those negative voices running around in your head, and even our logic and our thinking, which, of course, we need. There's a place for that. But logical doesn't always mean correct, and that's where some of us make a mistake. And your heart's wisdom is, it has unique characteristics. It's, for example, it's always positive and loving. It'll guide, it'll guide you to take positive action. It's direct and specific. It is empowering. It is grounding and relaxing. It's exhilarating, but with your two feet on the ground kind of way, like when you have a, an aha moment or a new exactly. idea about something, that's your heart's wisdom speaking through to you. And, you know, so many times we'll get an aha moment and then we'll immediately so quick that the head will come in and ignore it. And if you can tell the difference, then you have a chance. You know, your heart will be positive and loving even when it guides you to make a different choice about something. And if I might give an example, for yes, example, please. say you are, 
you you're going out with somebody and you really like them a lot and you're waiting for them to call and the phone doesn't ring you can immediately get the thought well if he loved you he would have called or you know he's no good what a jerk or you're no good you're not good enough for him all of that that and i've had all of that and there's a certain quality to that message that it will come through it's very critical it's negative it's authoritative but 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 you could also get an inner message an inner wisdom that comes through that will say gee you know yes this person hasn't called but remember you were having some kind of mixed feelings about this person anyway there were a couple of things that just you know were sticking in your craw that mm-hmm. just didn't feel quite right to you Maybe this person isn't exactly the right person for you. So why not be open to meeting other people? And why not spend this, this evening, rather than waiting for the phone to ring, to, to enjoy your own company? So even when it'll guide you to make a different choice about something, it'll always be positive and loving. It's like a best friend, a, a mentor, a spiritual guide built inside. And we just need to develop the strengths to trust it. And, and it takes practice. You know, there's an art to learning how to listen to your Oh, heart. sure. And like any art or craft or sport, it takes a bit of practice until you get it right. And I've tried in the book to, the book is lots and lots of practice. It really is almost like a workshop written in the book. It's written almost as if I was talking to that reader, talking to them very personally, and I guide them, asking certain questions in specific parts of the book and lead them through ceremonies and affirmations and different exercises and techniques that give you lots of practice to connect in with your inner wisdom, learning how to distinguish it. First of all, the first part of the book focuses on learning how to distinguish the head from the heart, if you will, and there are key characteristics that we take a look at, and, and you learn that. And then in the second part of the book, we learn how to take what, what, what we learned in the first part of the book. first part of the book, I, the, the subtitle of the first part is Listening for Your Heart's Messages. And That's then right. The sec- and then the second part of the book is Living According to Your Heart's Messages. Yes. And I take you through different ceremonies and guided meditations to give lots and lots and lots of practice because it really does take practice. But... If you have that commitment and you really want it, and you have to really want it, see, that's the thing, because those, that negative inner chatter, which comes from all those messages that were bombarded by everywhere we turn, and we should probably address this a little bit more fully, Sure, but that becomes the default. You know, that's what we listen to. We listen to what our parents want for us, what we read in books and magazines and see and hear on the radio and television. It's insidious. You know, you can't get away from it. And that becomes a default. So I think I even say in the book, you have to yearn for this. You have to really want to trust your heart. You have to want to have a, a quality of life, which is much like I had spoken about when we began the introduction. You have to really want it. And if you do and you're committed to it, you know, there's no turning back, and it's, 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 worth, the, it's worth it. <laughs> well, you know, the heart's calling is a birthright. Oh, I mean, you know, what beautiful. I'm saying is it is. It, it is your birthright. It is, to, but we to, have to claim it, you know. Uh, oh, you've got to live from the heart is natural. It exactly. is the birthright, and, and right. I think that's what you're saying in the book. Yes, thank you for saying that because it's so true. Well, part of, part of the conversation that we're having here, and for those of you tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Of course, this is the Street Smart Spirituality Hour, and I'm here with Gail Harris, the author of Your Heart Knows the Answer, How to Trust Yourself and Make the Choices that Are Right for You. What I want to say uh, about this is, you know, you know, you were talking about uh, you have to learn how to uh, uh, make the distinction between the voice that will take you to your greater good or right. the voice that will keep you stuck in the muck. That's it. There's no getting around it. There's you no getting around it. I, I want to also say this because you, you address this in the book. You're really very clear about what the voice of the heart says. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that are listening to the show, I want to assure you that the voice that shows up that says you are a loser, that is not, that is not, I will say it again, that is not the voice of your heart. No and way. no matter how way that comes to you, whether it's a direct, you are a loser, you're stupid, you can't have prosperity, 
That is not the voice of the heart, is it? Never. Never. So at one level, you have to practice it. At the other level, it's pretty easy. The voice of the heart is kind, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, sometimes we don't know how to be kind to ourselves. We're just, we're out of practice with that. But you know, it's interesting because it's not like, you know, I still get those messages. You're a loser. Oh my You're gosh. Stupid. You know, it's not like as I'm not. doing the interview. Right. It never does, <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is, is that you can see it for what it is and then you're free. Then you don't have to be it. Well, and you know, I, I and I notice, Gail, and I love what you're talking about because life is about making choices. Whether you decide to, uh, you know, buy that pair of shoes, or whether you decide to take your life and contribute it to a service and a purpose of something greater than yourself. Right. It really is. Yeah. It is about that choice. And you know, along the way, we get these little uh, steps that we're asked to take, and you talk about them. What you also address is you also address the ceremonies, the meditations, mm-hmm. and, you know, what is really required on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. How have you, in addition to writing this book, how have you had to trust yourself, trust your instincts? I mean, how is that showing up, not just on the path that you've been in the past couple of years, but right now in your life? You know, Pat, it never stops. It never, never stops because it's a... Uh... Because as a pet, actually, I'm going through a very interesting professional change right now. And my heart, I've been giving workshops, and my heart has been leading me to, like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's been a process, but I'm coming to discover for myself, and I'm, I'm in the midst of process now, even as we speak, that I think where my services might be better understood and served is working more one-on-one with people so i'm mm-hmm. actually right in the process of, of shifting the focus of my work to instead of working with groups to working one-on-one and it's not something that i wanted <laughs> because as an author it's good to go out and give workshops and that's what you're supposed to do and that's what my publicity director told me and but you know what? My heart is telling. My heart is leading me in another direction, and and I'm trusting it. And I have my moments when the fear comes and the doubt comes. Oh, I should. You know that should is such a yeah. giveaway. When you hear that should, you know it's you know it's not your heart. But I'm in the middle of that right now, raising um, my son. My son is three years old. He had the terrible twos and the threes. It just started kicking in. And let me tell you, there are times, I don't know if you are a parent, but any person who is a parent knows that the only way you're really going to be able to, to really parent your child is to trust your gut instincts. You know, if, you, if your child is sick and you call up the pediatrician and they say, well, it's probably just a flu, call back in a couple of days, but you know, you know your child and something is not right. Trust that. And so my son is in a particularly... It, he just upped the ante. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. You know, he's at this point in his life now where he just realized he has been in this box, and now he is testing. He's starting to hit me, and that's something that's not acceptable. But he, you know, he's running out into the street, and he's just being this boy. All this energy is coming out, and I have to trust myself to know when to set the boundaries because they're in his own best interest and when to let things slide because he needs to grow, he needs to explore, and that setting the boundaries are not about it being convenient for me. I mean, that, that goes into the pie. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's all in there. But just that's happening for me now. And believe me, I'm messing up, <laughs> but I always come back, you know. Well, it really yeah. is about the journey of things. That's I mean, it. you know, yesterday's mess up, is today's, you know, an enlightenment yes. thought. And that's exactly right, because right? mistakes are really where we learn the most if we allow our heart to guide us. And, and we want to live that way. It, exactly. I mean, the question that I would ask everyone listening to this show is, do you, would you like to live life full out? Would you like to truly embrace everything that's available to you in this world, this unlimited, the unlimited possibilities of the universe? 
And one of the things that you said, Gail, that is really important is how you're shifting in the work that you're doing. I want to make sure that everyone out there has an opportunity. If you would like some help right now live uh, to move from a place of where you are, perhaps you're a little stuck today, but if you would like to speak with Gail and with me uh, today on this show, it's very easy to do because our friends right here, uh, on bbsradio.com, make it very easy for everyone. It's a toll-free number. It is 1-877-876-5227. That's 877-876-5227. We'd love to talk with you. Uh, and we will, the first person that comes on the air, we would like to give you a copy of this book. All you need to do is send me an email. And we'll make that happen. As we're waiting for uh, the callers to uh, decide if they want to call in, uh, one of the things I want to I want to go through uh, with you, Gail, is the idea so that people understand very specifically when we're hearing the voice of the heart, when we're hearing the voice of the head, and get to understand a little bit where each comes from. For example, I think in the book you give a couple of examples. I can give you I can there are a couple of them that I pulled out. Mm-hmm. And one of them is very simple. And this, who, who is not going through this now? Uh, that ice cream looks delicious. And then, of course, that's the voice of the heart. The voice in the head will say, you're going to get fat. You're already fat. I mean, yeah. that's an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many of them. You know, uh, what happens, we don't even realize it. It's, it's like what I call it at the workshops that I've been giving. It's, it's begin to notice that inner battle that goes on during the day between your head and your heart because it happens so fast that we don't even realize it, but you'll have a, like an idea about something. Oh, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put fennel in that tomato sauce tonight, and then immediately, oh, he's not gonna like it, or she's not gonna like it, or it's gonna taste lousy, and boom, there goes the tomato sauce, and you didn't even know that the whole inner conversation happened, but it happens all day long. And we do, and sometimes we'll make decisions that will will take us on the path of, uh, you know, uh, that place that we, we just want to be free and experience life in the right, fullest, right. and other times it won't. There's a, it's, sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that, you know, it's not always easy. And to be honest with you, so many times I, like, I've been giving interviews and people want, they, they want tips and they want to see how easy it is. And I know I said this before, but it's something that I'm really following my heart with as I as my work grows and my vision grows, is that that's really what I want to say, that sometimes it is easy. See, sometimes when you can learn how to distinguish your head from the heart and there are different characteristics, and I take you through five different characteristics in the book, sometimes you will just know right away. You'll, you'll hear a message like, marry this person, and you, you just know. You just know that that is your heart talking because you, you learn the qualities of the heart's messages, and and it and it takes a second, and it also takes a lifetime. And I, I just need to reiterate that because well, we're it, really talking it, about a process here about living life full out. It, it is a process. About living life. That's right. And let me give you an example. I had an example. Oh, I would say about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think we have a caller. Before I do an example, why don't we why don't we welcome our caller to the show? Who am I? Who do we have on there? Hi, this is Jean. Hi, Jean. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Great. Now, we want to do two things. One is we want to get your question on the air, and the other thing is um, I want you to send me an email at pat at the com so that I can send you a copy of Gail's book. Okay, great. All right, so let me introduce you to Gail, and uh, let's fire away. Hi, Gail. Hi, Jean. Um, my question was, um, I'm trying to, we're trying to eat healthier, my husband and I, mm-hmm. and um, he's supposed to have a, a back surgery coming up, and, and um, I just, um, there's so many processed foods out there and everything, and, and um, we're trying to buy things that come into season, but you worry about all the things that are on there or that they, if you don't have your own garden, um, any ideas on, on how to get him to eat healthier? Great question. Any ideas? Well, before I answer the question, one thing I wanted to say is that the process that I'm talking about in the book and the process that I teach, whether it's in workshops or with individual people, is to help you find your own answers because the book is about discovering the choices that are right for you and trusting your heart and not 
having somebody else give you the answers because that's how we live the life. That's how we, so many of us live our lives. So what I want to do is actually throw the question back to you, if, if I might, and, and get you to just trust a little bit. And I'm going to ask you, knowing your husband, what would you say might be helpful in this situation? Not buy the potato chips that he wants and okay. the other snacks that he likes to eat if I just don't have them around. That, that's really, I mean, there you go. That's I mean, it. that's a really good start. But you see, and, and please don't take this the wrong way, but in a way you didn't have to ask me. Do, do you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, again, yeah. don't take Except it the wrong way because it is a that. process. But we, you have the answers. He'll, he'll what what else can you do? He'll, he'll buy it himself. And diet pop. I've been getting, trying to get him to quit drinking that, and try to get him to drink more water. And he'll still just go and, and buy a pop. He'll go and buy it. I know. In other it's words, not he'll, good like you. if you don't have it in the house, he will go out and buy it on his own. Yep, he'll buy uh, buy it at work and and have have it have mm-hmm. it at his desk. And if we go somewhere, he'll stop at the gas station. I'll say, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm going to get a pop." And yeah, you know, Gail. Let me ask you a question about huh. this. Isn't isn't part of this? Uh, what is uh, uh, really what's his to do and his to decide? That's what I was just going to say. You know what I'm saying? In other words, you you can't control him. You can love him. You can do all that you can, but you can't lock him up. And you know, you can't put cufflinks on him. He has to make his choices. And yeah. unfortunately, that's uh, that that's difficult for you. But I think you have to, in your own heart, know that there's just so much that you can do and the rest has to come from him and that's not easy but I think you're gonna like just have to find a place inside yourself to be able to live with that and it it's not you know may not be easy but all you can do is love him and if anything is gonna make him want to change it's that do you know it's, what I mean it's gonna yeah. be your love yeah. well it he doesn't drink- mean let me let me clarify uh, as well and, and and jump in on this Gail Please. The fact that, you know, he is going to be on his own life path. He has got his own journey, his sacred contract, and you've got yours. Your love doesn't mean that you condone what he's doing. Or and control it. Or control it. And it also doesn't mean that um, that you're not afraid for him. See, yeah. what I hear, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I hear a concern for his health because you care for him. Yes. Yeah, am I right with that? Yes. He quit drinking and smoking. I did get him to quit both of those, but I told him he did it for himself, not for me. But I'm glad he did it because I wouldn't have stuck around and watched him kill himself with the alcohol. Exactly. And so perhaps a conversation with him that maybe sounds like this, Gail, and it's it's where you get to come from your heart. Right. Exactly. It's where you get to come and say, you know, honey, the reason that this is important to me is because I love you. Right. I yeah. love you. I want you on this planet with me. Right. Like, what do you want to express to him from your heart? There you go. How could that? That's love. That's what yeah. you can do. That's what you can give him. That's what, what I'll do. I'll what have him read the book. That, really. How does that sound to you? That sounds like, like a very good idea. I will work on him that way. If you stay in the love, you will fasten your seatbelt and watch the magic. Okay, I will do that. Okay, and we're going to make sure. Please, uh, please get uh, send me an email to okay. pat p a t at the t h e doctor d r pat show dot com, and uh, with your address and your information, and we will uh, mail you a copy of this book because okay. this will help you. Yes, that sounds good, and I'll have him read it too. You know what? Out of the love that you have for him, you are going to be leaving it all around the house, aren't you? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thanks. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Uh, Gail, thank you so much for that. Oh, sure. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour, and I'm here, of course, with Gail Harris. Your heart knows the answer. Gail, what is the best way for people to get a copy of the book? And please let everyone know uh, about your website and all of the great things there. Thank you. The best way is to go to Barnes & Nobles or Borders okay. or Amazon.com. All right. And you could also get it off of my website, which, again, is yourheartknows.com. 
and on the website I have a page where I have I share it's called Heartwork and this might be of interest to some people where I have a list of I think it's about 40 different people that share how their life has changed since learning how to trust what their heart knows so that might be something of interest to people Yes, they actually the stories are great. So, yeah. um, you, you know, and and also if people uh read this book, uh, like our last caller, read the, reads the book and and also has an amazing experience, how might they uh send their story to you? Yes, I appreciate that because I'm actually actually collecting your heart no story for an upcoming book that I'm writing and what I'm looking for is sharing from people of how they have not trusted their hearts and their life and the lessons they learned and the times that they, because it happens to all of us all of the time, oh, yeah. and the times that we have trusted our hearts, the big things and little things, because nothing's really little, and the gifts that, that you receive. And you can send that to me at my website. There's a, there's a place to send it Great. to my website. Great. And I so, actually have a P.O. box on my website if somebody wants to mail it and please forgive me it's a little embarrassing but I recently moved and I have a new P.O. box there and I don't remember it <laughs> by heart but it's on the website okay so if you go to the website right now and you go to www.yourheartknows.com uh, then what you'll find is of course the P.O. box which is on the website is P.O. Box, box 283 and that's in Lexington, Massachusetts there is a phone number here. There is Gail's email here. There is media material here, plenty here for you to check out. And you will be gifted by uh, a beautiful watermark of what I believe to be ISIS on that page. Uh, Gail, thank you. Uh, one of the things I want to I talk to you as we, as we wrap this show around here for folks is that uh, there's a chapter in the book that uh, I, I would love for you to talk about. And it's the chapter that says opening up to a spiritual partnership. Mm. And I think that begs the question around intuition, trust, spirituality. You know, how do these, uh, these, uh, these three uh, energies work together to really provide the true answer? Um, I would say that a spiritual partnership, what I call a spiritual partnership, is a relationship that you have with a, with a partner, mm -hmm. an intimate relationship, where where that fosters growth, where each person is there in part to help the other person grow and reach their highest potential in life. And the only way that you can do that is to listen to your heart's messages or your inner wisdom. And again, I want to reiterate that when I say my heart, your heart's messages and especially in the context of talking about relationships, that I'm not talking about some kind of sentimental, heart, emotional decision. I'm talking about making choices that come from wisdom and inner strength. And the only way to have this a spiritual partnership or an empowering in partnership is to be able to listen to your inner wisdom, your heart's messages, and be able to trust it. And believe me, the first place <laughs> that you're going to come across your head messages are going to be in a relationship that, that you have with others. I mean, that's the place where, you know, when you become intimate with somebody, you know, your dark sides come out and your, your wants and your desires and you have expectations and anger can flare up. And it's really your inner wisdom that's going to check that be able to manage the relationship and keep it on track and remember, keep your priorities straight and remember why you were drawn to that person in the first place. You know, it gets, it's really hard. It's, life is so stressful now and everybody's working so hard and some people are passing each other like ships in the night and it, the only way to have a fulfilling, empowering mm -hmm. relationship, one where you continue to grow and the other person continues to grow, is to, is to trust yourself and trust your heart and live according to your heart's wisdom and allow your relationship to grow in that way, coming from that vision. Well, and the reason I ask that question is uh, based on uh, the, the last conversation we had with our amazing caller. I mean, you know, th this is yes. a, a pl you know a place you could tell a uh, place that she was coming from was a place of love and concern. Right. And in and we learn our own personal lessons, perhaps 
in the reflection of the people that are closest to us, I think. Without question. And whether Without it be, question. yeah, don't you think, I mean, it, it, you talk about it in the book, in the spirit of love, and at the same time, I have to tell you that uh, relationships have been uh, sometimes uh, excruciatingly difficult and at other times absolutely blissful. Mm-hmm. But all of that goes into the mix of how much I'm willing to grow. Right. It's all about living, loving, and learning. I think I say that in the book. And even the the arguments or the, the disagreements, if they're all coming out of love and concern, it's not like we agree with the person all the time. But if your heart is in the right place, then the relationship will grow and you will continue to grow and you will become... It's what love really is. Love is growing with that person and accepting that person and if there are things that are really a problem that you can't live with then saying to that person you know what this has nothing to do with the with love but i i just can't live with this behavior it's about negotiating it's about being authentic and honest and intimate and that's what love is and it's a choice you know you could have a relationship like that or not it's not evil <laughs> right exactly but it's worth it. it it is worth it and those choices happen in all of our relationships we have relationships right. you and i are engaged in a relationship yes, that one gets to, to define I'm enjoying very much <laughs> you know what i'm saying yes. it's like here we are in this moment right now sharing this conversation with yeah. who knows how many people right. uh you know are listening or will listen to the archive on this show and, you know, in the moment, we get to create a magical moment, but a yeah. moment of truth. And you talk about this in the book. You talk about legacy. Uh, and it's funny. I was reading that part of the book, and I was thinking, wow, you must have either the same grandmother that I had or they, we must have lived in the same neighborhood because I remember my grandmother in the Bronx. Oh, you're kidding. No, no, no. I remember my grandmother in the Bronx talking to me about the landscape, talking to me about how Papa would grow the herbs. That's amazing, because just to tell the audience, I have a chapter in the book that starts out like that. Exactly. Wow. And that's what I read. Now, I think you went to PS 96. Actually, I didn't. My mother went to PS 96. I went to PS 41. <laughs> I went to PS 12. Wow. And so, and so the, the point of all of this is we get to discover uh, the truth. We get to discover our truth in the moment. And, you know, the, the quote that you come out of the gate within this is something I love. And for those of people that have worked with, with the Dr. Pat show are really getting to, to understand this. And the quote is this, and yes, I said yes, I will, yes. I mean, the answer is yes, yes, yes. Being able to know when the heart speaks, Gail, is this the question? Being able mm-hmm. to recognize when the heart speaks, the answer is yes. And is that it? it? Yeah, and also sometimes the answer is no. What I was talking about there is yes, it the is freeness, no. you know, the freeness to be able to go with the heart. Yeah, it, it's just the openness and the freeness is really what I was alluding to. Sometimes well, and heart- don't we know, Gail, don't we know, I mean, when you are writing this book and in your life's experience, don't each and every one of us know and feel the constriction of when we are not coming from or living from the place of the are not our heart knowing. That's I mean, so can't you feel it in your body? Right. I mean, there's a whole section. That's one of the characteristics that I take a look at in the book. How does your body feel when you're getting a message from your heart? How does your being feel? And how does it feel when you're not? It's it's very different. I will give an example. Let me, since you shared something personally, and you can coach me right now if you don't mind. Oh, my pleasure. Um, my best. <laughs> uh, you know, about uh, three weeks ago, I, I received an email, and one of the things we decided to do with the Dr. Pat show on April first, as a matter of fact, we knew where we wanted to expand because my goal is not a, necessarily about the Dr. Pat show. My mission is to take this message out into the world to create a vibration on the planet of the earth that just sings and rings with joy. And that's, our, that's part of our mission, to really help people, one person at a time, live life full out. How it shows up right now happens to be radio. Mm. And uh, three weeks ago I received an email, and the email said, blah, 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 Dr. Pat, let me introduce myself. Would you like to take your radio show, the terrestrial radio show, of course, uh, into Boston, Chicago, New York, and California. 
Now, we're already live terrestrially, uh, you know, and that's you're in the car listening to the radio in Seattle and Florida. And I got that email, and my answer immediately, without even reading the rest of the email, was absolutely, without a doubt. Mm, I, could, I could feel that in every part of my yeah, body. Right, you feel it. You know it. You, you know, know it. it. It's a knowing. It's like an innate wisdom. It's not a thinking. You know it in every cell of your body, and you feel joy. Excitement, right? Or I don't want to tell you what you feel, but but you're absolutely right. At the same time, after you say that and you make that connection, right, mm -hmm. then you get into the how is this going to happen, what do I need to do, how right. are we going to raise the revenue. Right, exactly. What is the key to holding that place where the heart continues to guide the ship versus going to that place of limitation, which I know is not the voice, but that's not my heart. Well, you keep doing the same thing again and again. And again, it's learning how to distinguish the head from the heart, learning how to recognize your heart's characteristics and practice it. And it's, it's the same whether you, when you first got that email and you had that excitement about it and you felt that and you knew it, now say in a month from now you're going to have to make a decision about some financial decision or something, and you're still going to get the same inner knowings. You're still going to get the same body cues. Oh, well, should I, I'm just, going to totally make this up, but should we go with this investor? I hope that might happen to you, but should we go with this investor or not? And you'll know, you'll have an inner awareness. Yes, I, gee, this, this, doesn't, this doesn't ring true to me. I don't think this is a good road to go down. I'm, just, I'm not getting a good vibe about something. Whatever it is, as you go along and make the decisions that come every single work day and the opportunities that come and the choices that you have to make, Check in again the same way that you do all day long. It's 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 the same. Your heart is there, guiding you every step step of the way, and trust it. Know its characteristics, and you'll be doing the best you can. Does that answer the question? Yes, that's and and that's that's really the the message for everyone out there. It's not that we're gonna you know sit here and say yay, let's go do this, and not be faced with, uh, you know, uh, what I would consider uh, contrasts to oh, that absolutely. feeling. Oh, absolutely. We're going to always be conflictive and have, and, and have contrasts, but when you know how to recognize your heart, you just keep going back to that. You know, some people, I, I wanted to mention to sure. this, that people don't realize that our heart is truly the best problem solver. We have this tool right inside of us. It's a do-it-yourself guide to making the right choices from the minute you go, from the minute you wake up in the morning to the minute you go to bed at night. So as all business opportunities come along or for uh, our audience out there, how you spend your day and choices come along, it's an eat from every choice that you make. Check inside. And it's a balance. You have to use your head and your heart. We need to think. We need to be able to process information. But then when it comes down to it, what do you know to be true inside? And sometimes you'll know immediately. Sometimes you may have to sleep on it for a couple of days. But if you feel you have to sleep on it for a couple of days, trust that too. Well, one of the things I have to tell you that I've done since reading your book, and, uh, and I find this, you know, we're, we all operate different ways, Gail. Sure. I mean, each of us has our own. I'm a really visual person. Mm. You know, I work yeah. from from the visual. So how I got to be on radio, being like in the verbal part of the brain, mm -hmm. is totally beyond me. <laughs> but oh. one of the things I I, I did because you you what you do in the book is you ask you invite us really each and every one of us to have a dialogue with the heart. Yes. And so one of the things that I found really helpful was to mm -hmm. actually get a picture of a red heart. Mm -hmm. and put it in front of me and mm -hmm. put on it Pat's heart. Mm, that's beautiful. And have a conversation with that heart. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I what I'm saying to everyone out there is, I don't know what works for you, but I am a visual person. I mean, I, I went right to Gail's site, and I could tell you that ISIS is right on that website. That's right. And so figure out what works for you. What worked for me was creating a picture that is a cutout, actually, of a red heart. And in that cutout, I very simply took my Sharpie and wrote on it Pat's heart. But it wasn't your brain that led you to do that, was it? What? It wasn't your brain that led you to do that. No, I actually saw the picture of it as I was reading your book. 
Right. So I'm reading the book and I'm, I'm forgetting. I think the oh, I think the part that I was reading about was uh, somehow in chapter in one of the chapters where you talk about accepting and honoring your body. Ah, and and <laughs> you know, one. <laughs> that was a big one. And so you you talk about dialoguing with your heart. Yes. Well, that's one of the practices that I see exactly throughout the book. It's dialoguing with your heart, and you actually have a conversation with your heart. And it's really it's very spiritually muscle building. It's great practice to it, it's practice on hearing your heart talk to you, and you actually dialogue back and forth with your heart, if if you will, where you ask your heart a question. It's almost like what I was doing with Jean before, but you ask your heart a question, something that you sincerely want to know, and then get quiet. See see what see the see about see the answer that you get. You'll be amazed at what you will discover. Well, you know, this has been a, a fabulous, fabulous journey with you, uh, Gail. Um, you know, I, I, I really want to, I want to congratulate you on the book and on what you're doing and how you're helping people, and and I want to congratulate you on uh, you really relooking uh, at your life and what your yeah. passion is and how you want to work. Not easy. Uh, well, you, no, but the questions do come up. Um, I made a statement today. It was really interesting. I knew I was coming on with you and. And uh, one of the people that works for me, we're, we're looking at uh, doing a, a slightly different kind of show, very different than from the regular Dr. Pat shows, but oh. it'll be an evening show uh-huh. and an evening show on relationships. Oh, and, wow. And one of the folks said to me, said to me, where are you going to find the time to do mm-hmm. all this radio? Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you going to do all the radio? Mm-hmm. And I have thought about answer? that, and yeah. I thought to myself, how am I not going to do the radio? It isn't radio that causes me stress. The question mm-hmm. for me is, how can I eliminate all of the administrative mm. stuff that has to do with the radio? Because the minute I get behind a microphone, it's magic. That's you go. the key. That was your heart. That's Pro- the heart. Solving your problem right in that instant. That's the key. Yeah. So let's create an invitation, Gail, as we close this show. Let's create an invitation and a personal message from you to everyone listening to this show. Uh, and, and also, please give out your website information again. www.yourheartknows.com. It's simple. Yourheartknows.com. Okay. And what would be your personal message for everyone? Trust your heart. Learn how to distinguish your head your innate wisdom from all those messages that are coming at you from every which way it happens to all of us. That's what becomes that inner chatter that runs around inside our head and stops us from hearing our heart's messages or stops us from trusting it. Trust your heart. It will not steer you wrong. It will guide you to have the best life you can possibly have. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, all the best to you. I know you and I will be talking again, and you can count on that. Oh, great. Especially as we expand into Boston. Terrific. There we go. Thanks so much. Thank you, Gail. I want to thank everyone here at bbsradio.com for uh, bringing this show to you. I want to thank all of the people listening, and, of course, uh, to the you know all of you folks out there wanting to live life full out. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. For more about all that we're doing, www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com. Until next week when we'll be talking with William Constantine, I want to wish each and every one of you a fabulous, fabulous week. Go about your day knowing who you are, knowing about the best in your life, really shooting for the stars, really looking at your life as everything that you want it to be. Make sure that you know that it is your birthright to live a prosperous life, to thrive, as we say. And know you are not your crust, as we say in the, in the crust-busting mode. And remember that getting on with living your life is what you've always dreamed about. Name and claim your heart's desires. Live, move, and breathe from your true self. As Gail would say, do it from your heart. And when you do it, make sure that you allow yourself to live life full out each day, every day, beginning this day. For those of you uh, listening to this show, make sure you uh, check out all that Gail is doing on her website, and that is it's uh, www.yourheartknows.com. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on bbsradio.com. Gail Harris, 
Thank you so much, all My of you listening. Pleasure. Thank you. Make yourselves a great week. Yeah. Trust me, y'all. Trust me when I tell you this is all heart, y'all. Yeah. Genuine art from a genuine artist. Right down till the day I depart there. You want fantasy? Then look elsewhere. It's all real over here. I got no fear. Genuine art from a genuine artist. I didn't start this, but now I'm the hardest. Human being to harness the spoken word. I left my hometown just to conquer the world. I showed a small-minded success. It's all mental. I'm from